What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jason Wright. And thank you all for tuning back in again this week. I, uh, I'm really surprised at the uh, the positive feedback that I've gotten from the last couple of episodes uh, in particular, just dealing with, um, you know, kind of issues that, that we bring to the table as men in relationships and how that can can destroy relationships, but then on the other hand, how it can, can salvage them if we, if we kind of change up our mindset and our approach to how we can be a better partner. Um, and then the last episode about, you know, really what to do after a breakup and how you can use that as a transformative experience, um, instead of a way to, to bring out really the, the dark side of you. So, uh, really appreciate the feedback I've gotten guys, uh, this episode, kind of along the line of hardships and how to overcome obstacles, I wanted to talk a little bit about a theme that I feel we all face uh, at some point or another. And and for some of us, it, it lasts longer than others. And it's about the topic of how your circumstances can either make you bitter or they can make you better. So I want to share the story um, here of, of a couple different guys. So let's, let's talk about... Um, you know, a guy who has really kind of always struggled with um, feeling feeling worthy, feeling worthwhile, uh, feeling like he's not just uh, you know somebody that's that's just kind of faking their way through life because they've always been made to believe, whether through um, you know thing from family or from their own innate sense of insecurity that they're worthless. You know, and so they feel like they've always got to try and prove that, um, you know, that they are worthy. And so that sometimes can mean a negative um, approach to take, meaning that, you know, it's all about the appearance. And so if I can even fake the appearance of, of not being worthless, of being somebody that's worthwhile and successful or wildly popular or extremely happy and always positive and uplifting you know, that, that somehow that appearance is going to be what's going to save you from, from feeling worthless. Um, and you know, this person had a, had a rough upbringing, you know, um, parents divorced at a young age, uh, father was verbally abusive, sometimes physically abusive. Um, if things got, you know, a little too out of, out of hand, um, you know, parents weren't in good terms with each other. Um, even after their, their divorce and, uh, had some issues behaviorally in school, you know, was always a problem child, um, was always the, the student who was guilty of, you know, not living up to their potential and disrupting others. And, um, and really just somebody that seemed like they had felt like they had to be the center of attention all the time. Um, and so this person, as they got older, you know, they started to, to really resent their dad, uh, really resent their mom and, and really become resentful of their circumstances in general. You know, they, they would see their friends who, whose parents were still together and were, you know, still seemingly happy and how, you know, they were jealous of what seemed like their other friends or their peers had the opportunities in their life because of the um, successful or seemingly successful environment from which they were living in day to day at home, you know, and 
this guy, you know, they grew up really kind of strapped for cash. Um, you know, mom was working multiple jobs, uh, just to try and, and make ends meet. And so that, that meant a lot of time, you know, really away from mom, uh, being raised by grandparents and, um, and, you know, sometimes you, you start playing the comparison game and this, this guy did start playing the comparison game and seeing that it seemed like their friends had such an easy life in their eyes compared to their own situation and how they would, um, really start to just resent their entire situation and, and just became angry. So they started having anger problems and, and got to an age where, you know, in high school, they were, were constantly being disciplined and spending their afternoons in detention and, uh, getting written up for, for acting out and, and not doing their assignments on time, not, um, you know, paying attention to the rules that the teacher had, had imp- imposed on the class about, you know, paying attention and getting things done, not disrupting others. And, uh, just a lot of behavioral issues, talking back to the teacher, um, being argumentative when there was really no need to be, but they were so angry, you know, they just acted out. And so this was a, this was a person who was becoming bitter by their circumstances, you know, they were using that um, chip on their shoulder as a way to maintain a state of bitterness and anger and eventually would start taking it out on others. You know, after they'd taken it out on themselves long enough, they were taking it out on others, getting in fights, um, physical altercations, just getting in trouble, um, almost uh, trying to avoid any opportunity for success, you know, because they, they felt so worthless, so betrayed, so abandoned, so much like they'd gotten screwed and that they drew the short straw that they, um, they were just angry at everybody. They were trying to take it out on everybody. They were in pain. So they wanted everybody else to be in pain. And that that's, again, that's a perfect example of using your circumstances to become bitter. And, uh, how many of you guys have ever found that in yourselves? You know, something doesn't go the way that you'd planned or it just seems like you strike out time after time after time and and you start using that as a way to define you. And in that process, you become extremely bitter and almost hateful and angry. And man, I, I see it just so many times now just in the world. People who are just going through life bitter and angry. And whether that be... Um, you know, people who are, are misdirecting that anger at relationships, you know, taking it out on, on their partners when they shouldn't, cause they don't deserve it. Taking, taking it out against people who look different than them. Um, you know, whether it be racially motivated or not, um, man, that's, it's just the root of somebody that hates themselves. And so they feel like they've got to blame their hate on somebody else. And that's not fair. That's just being bitter. And that's, that doesn't help anybody. It only hurts. And and this person has to understand that that's not going to help you either. You know, because you're hurting, trying to inflict more pain isn't going to make you better. So I want to give the example of somebody else who who maybe has been through the exact same upbringing, the exact same set of circumstances. And so, you know, they might have avoided that route of bitterness. They might have avoided the behavioral issues, the acting out, the the attempts to misdirect their pain onto others. 
or maybe they went through all those things and then they hit a point where they decided that, okay, this road is not the road to go down because it's not a fruitful one. And so instead of using those circumstances to stay bitter, they use them in ways to learn and say, how can I become better? How can I learn from this? What do I need to do through my circumstances I've been through? What can I learn from it as a way to become a better person, to become a better man, um, a better friend, a better citizen, a better member of the community, a better spouse or better partner, um, a better coworker or boss, supervisor, business owner, entrepreneur, whatever. You know, how can I use the circumstances of, of feeling betrayed my entire life to... Um, to instead offer a beacon of hope to other people who might feel like they've got nowhere else to turn. How can I use this situation to where I feel like every relationship is destined for failure or abandonment or betrayal or loss of trust and instead that person uses it as a way to, to show that I'm still going to choose to let down my walls and I'm still going to choose to love and lead with love and stop the cycle of pain causing pain. And so that person turns into a better partner, somebody who leads selflessly instead of selfishly thinking that they deserve theirs when in reality it's, it's an opportunity to give more as a partner for what is a, a mutually respectful relationship. Or maybe it's, um, you know, it's, it's turning into the coworker or the team leader or the boss who, instead of using their position as a way to, to flex power and incite fear, that instead they use it as a way to, to see that they do have a powerful voice because of what they've been through, because of their story. And instead of using that as a way to seek sorrow and pity and impose their will and their power, instead they use it as a way to to inspire hope and optimism and gain trust by being vulnerable and sharing that story. So again, circumstances can be the same, but how are you choosing to to go about handling what's happened to you, to what's going on in your life, past, present, or future? Are you using that to stay bitter and try and make sure everyone else knows your pain and they feel it too? Are you going to use it as, as a way to become better? And how can I use this pain and this suffering as a way to try and remove the pain and suffering of somebody else? Whether that be somebody in their lives personally that they're involved with, family member, or maybe it's somebody that they're choosing to serve through their business. So I want you guys to, to think about this. You know, what's, what's going to be your next move? Is it to, to share your bitterness and your anger with the world? Or is it to share how you've become better and how you want to help them become better and overall turn into making the world better? So that's it for this week's episode. It was short and sweet. Um, 
trying to lose my voice apparently. So I'm, I'm wanting to keep it short and sweet, but I think that's a powerful message for all of us. Um, and kind of, you know, maybe this is a surprise. Maybe it's not in the scenario of the, the bitter guy and the guy who became better. They're the same person. All right. So that's, that's my story. All right. I've been the bitter guy and it didn't get me anywhere. In fact, it just caused more pain in my life. And so thankfully, you know, uh, I, I hit a point where I was very, very open to listening to what the Lord wanted to speak to me on and how God saved me from, from a path of, I mean, like guys, I should, I should be in jail with the anger that I had, you know, I could have turned to drugs. I could have turned, you know, anywhere I could have turned to, to being a violent person or committing crimes because I was so angry guys. I saw my friends do it. I saw friends that I had grown up with take that road. And for some reason, God told me, Jason, don't, don't do what they're doing. And so eventually I got to the point where I I listened to that voice and I, instead I used it as a way to become better. You know, how can I be thankful for what's happened to me and what it's caused me to be instead of being resentful? And so I think, guys, if if I can do it, you guys can do it. Anybody can. But you have to, you have to change the way you see your circumstances, because it's it's a powerful thing and it's a powerfully positive, like powerfully positive thing, to be able to see it that way and to see what's possible in your life once you do. Guys, that's it for this week. If you have any any comments or questions. Feel free to shoot us an email at becoming a better man podcast at gmail.com. If this episode resonated with you, I encourage you please to share it with a friend, share it out on your social media. Just ask that you tag me uh, in the story so that way we can get the word out to more guys that need to hear this message. So appreciate you all once again, as always. Love you. And uh, let's become better men and help become a better world. All right, we'll see you all next week.